So, will you guys tell me about Dominion some more? You, you like your track time and stuff like that? Well, have we actually talked about any beers here yet? I mean, we could do that. We could... Yeah. I mean, just real quickly, it is beer and backfire after all. What you drinking, beers? Uh, well, okay, so this is my third beer tonight so far. What'd you drink before? Well, if, Let's so start when from I got the very here, beginning. I had a PBR. A very good place to start. Yeah. Well, it was also my fifth PBR of the day. Uh, I went right into the... Well, you know, I had, a, I had a short window of time to start. And then I went into an Interstellar Burst, which is my favorite beer ever of all time from Triple Crossing. It is a limited release. The limit was two weeks ago. <laughs> And now I'm drinking a Falcon Smash. Tom's oh, not drinking beer because he doesn't like Triple beer Crossing. that tastes like beer. He does have a ginger beer. That's correct. And apparently there's a good laugh. Well, ginger beer is Ginger beer, beer and backfire. Oh, well, okay. For the kids. Well, I was getting It's that. the kids pop. As kids I was saying, pop. I've never had a ginger beer. And obviously this is not a recording, so no one knows that I'm actually a ginger. Oh. So when I said, oh, oh I've never had a ginger beer, Jacob, without a skip of a beat, it's like... Well, John, every beer you have is a ginger oh, beer. No, we have a rim See, he shot can say that here. though because he's family. Exactly. I hope that was the rim shot button. Nobody's wearing. If oh no, Corey, beer, that's Corey said Dom last time it wasn't a rim shot anymore. Nobody has headphones, so who knows? We we played the sound effect roulette there. I picked B. <laughs> if it doesn't family. work, it's perfect. It seemed pretty long. It's, I think A is the sad trombone, so at least it wasn't. <laughs> Oh boy, we just oh, got a trombone, I think. Try it again later. Very what, good. Are you drinking anything, John? Uh, I am done with my beer, so I only brought four. Oh, what did, okay. What All right, so now I understand what you meant. <laughs> now I understand what you meant by lightweight. But no, I had uh, two stone IPAs, uh, FML, and... Oh, I love the FML. Some purple can. No, that's not it. It's stone IPA. It's in my cooler. I'm not opening it because I'm lazy. Oh, but so you've had, had three beers. No, I've had four. I had two stone IPAs an FML, and then one of the purple cans from Stones from the Variety Pack. It's like a hazy, I think. I don't know what it is. I'm not... Here, I'll open up my cooler after Yeah, because now I need to know, because hazies are my... I'm I'm the hazy guy. You don't seem pretty hazy to me. You seem pretty cool. I'm pretty hazy. I got got a haze. Your glasses are clear. Yeah, that's because these are new ones. Oh, see, I got LASIK, so I got the fancy glasses. Oh, okay. Mr. Moneybags over here. Well, I have 315, so... You had what? I have 315. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like two grand a year just hoping to make a season of tires. Humble brag. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the Hazy FPA from Stone. Oh, I have that So, literally, it's the Stone Hazy FPA. Yeah, yeah. That that is a good beer, actually. Uh, I enjoy that one. Corey, what are you drinking? Hardywood Pills. Okay. Yeah, I brought uh, I brought some Hardywood pills and some Stella. It's what I had. It's what I brought. Well, I'm surprised that he's not drinking whiskey because there's literally a bottle like there. J- Jordan, what are you drinking? Uh, yeah, Jordan is unboxing not something. so secretly We're... unboxing. A, all right, Jacob, are you a, a Jake... Garmin Catalyst? Well, no. Let's get let's finish let's finish the beer round before we start new shit. I'm cause... drinking some of Steve's Stella. Stella, did you not bring it? You came straight from yeah. you came from Bush Gardens. You should have brought all of the beer, bro. No, I brought. I, got, I, I yeah, walked but, in the door yeah. with iced coffee because I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Uh, today was rough. Rough out there, boys. Uh, got the wildfire smoke. Yeah, the smoke. Again the smoke Canada. was messing Thanks, me Canada. up. I Shout literally have an Canada. alert on my phone right now, air quality index. And when I see that, what are you drinking, Jacob? Um, I had Red Stag and Cherry Coke. Because I don't do beer, but I will drink liquor. 
So there's been several occasions on this podcast where I'm just drinking tequila. Yes. That's that's kind of the move for me. Have you had Dr. Stoner's tequila? I hate Dr. Stoner's. Oh well, fuck me. Oh, man. Shut that one down quick. I I it's because those are the ones that have like the the flavor of the the like, herbal flavor. Yeah, and yeah. I don't. It's I, while I partake. Is this like I don't a typically appreciate the wicked taste. weed? Yes, exactly. And that's the <laughs> same problem because that's yes. also terrible. Yeah, and like uh, the what's the one the other one that has the flavor um, that they always have at Jack Brown's? Yeah, um, it's not Lunazul, is it? No, 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 no. Uh, it's no, it's a, it's a beer. beer. Uh, um, they have wait, the wicked weed. But there's another one I can't think of the name of it right now. But it's I I do not, not yeah. enjoy those beers yeah, at it's, all. It's not a fun flavor no, to me. Not at all. It's remarkably similar botanically to hops, but I don't. I just don't enjoy the flavor at it's all. It's the same family of plant. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, of That's why I said it's remarkably similar botanically. Yeah. Matt, what are you drinking? The big word that I too am drinking soda with Red Stag, Dr Pepper, Cherry, to be exact. Nice. Out of a Yeti that is color matched to his Civic. The, the Yeti's case swapped? <laughs> <laughs> Dope. But you make a mad smoothie in that thing. So, Tom, I know that you did not come away from a track event with a Porsche without some sort of issue or problem. Uh, actually. You'd be wrong. Really? You, you yeah. You would be wrong, yeah. And I'm so impressed. It, how was your event? How, how did it go for you? It went remarkably well. Yeah. Um,. So there was one issue that, so in the process of swapping out transaxles, mm. the transaxle that was included with the sale, the driver's side axle seal needs to be replaced. Okay. Now on those, the CVs are, uh, uh, as Steve simulates the shifter with his bottle of Stella, um, the CVs, it's a six bolt flange where the CV just bolts to a stub. Yeah. Long and short of it, I just unbolt the CV from the stub, pull the obnoxiously long bolt out, and then the stub just mm. pops out in my hand. There's a long bolt in the middle of the, yeah. the stub shaft. It's almost like they're bolted through to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean... Which. Is a decision. I don't know it's a good one, but it's a decision. I'll bet the torque spec on that bolt is like... Yes. Uh, 83.2. Uh, 35. Oh, he knows it. Well, I, it was... It um, I See, think for it was me, like, that would have been two thir- Uggaduggas. It was 35, but it was... Because the bolt is so long, it's mm-hmm. a 6 millimeter bolt. And it's like... Oh, six, at, whoa, really? Yeah. Oh, shit, that's, that's so half Uggadug. So it's like... Tightening tight, but it's also like a foot long, so yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stretch in that bolt. So it, it's a lot of rotation to get to that, mm-hmm. and it's like, I really yeah, yeah. don't want to break this bolt. Yeah. The whole time you're tightening it, you're just like, yeah, this is definitely breaking right now. I can feel it. Uh, yeah, in my hand. Yeah, yeah. That that was the fear. So 35 what pound feet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, some whatever the newton meter equivalent of that is. I don't feel like doing math right now. Right now, yes. could you do that? Math? Uh, my, my phone can do that math, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> my, the calculator can do that math. Um, so you no, had an axle seal leak at the track, so I had an axle seal that was leaking before the track. I replaced it, and as I was loading the car back onto the trailer at the end of the day, 
I noticed they have a little puddle oh. under it. So it it needs another axle seal, and I need to do a little bit of investigating to figure out why the car is eating axle seals. Did you... The, it's, of... it's entirely possible that I didn't drive it to the correct depth, or the ceiling surface on the stub yeah, had some crap on it. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. A lot of times when I replace seals, mm-hmm. I'll take what's called emery cloth, yeah, which is like, what, 5,000 grit sandpaper, uh, and just make less, sure, because yeah. if you look at that stub shaft, I'll bet there's a ridge right there mm-hmm. that's allowing the fluid to get by. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I need to pull that off, mm-hmm. uh, take, it... actually take a, clean the stub shaft, take a look at the, the surface, see what shape it's in. How much of a pain in the ass is that in that car? Oh, uh, not very. Man. Uh, you have to drain the transaxle, but the only thing that's a pain about that is it's a 17 millimeter hex, like 17 millimeter Allen mm. hex, okay. like tapered set screw. Yeah, yeah. Okay, as yeah. the drain bl- plug, but that's not tough to do. That that's you, when you get the uh, a 16 millimeter bolt or a 17 millimeter bolt and just shove it in there and like vice grip it off. <laughs> you can also get like the the I think I think Snap-on calls it the Volkswagen specialty socket set and it comes with an array of sockets that has Do you have that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, same same thing. From but it's a, the German specific set. No, this is oh. just a from my previous well, life as a forklift tech, I had okay. a the Playpoint like 80 something piece Allen and Torx and minuscule to but but for this for this specific but, like tapered Allen thing that he needs there's yeah. there's a very specific right. German set that Snap-on sells for you know nine thousand dollars. This car does have some of the like the triple square yeah yeah bolts yeah all like of the CV bolts are mm-hmm. triple square okay yeah. which is annoying because. If they're not exactly perfect, they will immediately strip. They will yeah. go from being square to circle. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's I own more extraction tools than I do repair tools. <laughs> yeah. I, Isn't I am... it the most satisfying thing in the world though when an extraction no tool better... works I... perfectly? Listen, I'm good at sex. sex yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> had... but I have you tried. There is no greater feeling in the world than getting. A, like a broken off bolt out of an engine block with an actual reverse threaded extractor. You remember how I told you last week that you could rule the world if you drove the suburban on the street? Yeah. Yeah. This is way better than that. Like yeah. times twenty. So as I've said, I don't know dig about cars and I don't work on cars. But you're great but at sex. I definitely need to <laughs> No, no, no. I definitely need to figure out how great it is to feel doing that because, well, well I'm first you take off your is... pants. <laughs> Again, we're not on video, so how do they know I'm not wearing pants now? At some point during your life, you need to extract a bolt with an extractor. Would you save me a bolt so I can come and try that? <laughs> yeah, sure. I got you. I, was... I mean, I can think of at least 20 at our shop right now. I need more friends with benefits, so... Uh, I was working on a... Uh, I was working on an instrument a couple weeks ago and broke a bolt off, uh, a stainless steel bolt in an aluminum like extrusion. And I was, See, the and, reason and this is like, tricky is because the stainless steel bolt is harder than the aluminum surrounding it. So yeah. if the drill bit slips, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's like it's like a three millimeter, but it's like this tiny little like, like bolt thing. 
So I have I have a couple of I don't have an extractor that small. Uh but luckily it doesn't this, matter it would break if you did. Luckily this piece of aluminum was threaded all the way through out the and out the other end so I got a tiny little drill bit and started to drill into it and then it grabbed and drove the screw yes. out the Oh, that, yes, sir. It was so that good. Gives, yes, sir. Just hearing about yeah. that gives me a similar level of satisfaction <laughs> to peeling the film mm, off yes. of a new piece of uh, electronic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, in the regards of tapping and tapping of holes, I have a rant about my big wang. Yeah, you're saying all the right things. Um, so I got this. It was designed exactly for my car. I get it. I'm putting in the mounting hole bolts and all that stuff to set up the wing uh, profile. And not a single one of these fucking holes were tapped all the way through on the aluminum wing using stainless steel bolts. And I snapped off two of them trying to put this in. And then I had to go in and drill them out. So I guess I have actually extracted some type of bolt, but I just re-tapped them. I just drilled mm. it out. Uh, well, that's that counts. And if you can drill out a bolt that's broken off in an object without fucking up the threads, no, 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 I had you re- win. That I, no, I retapped sure. it. I retapped yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, well, I mean, yeah. But... I had to do a bigger size. It was, oh, I, I, okay, yeah, no, okay. I, I had All to do right, a size well. up. But I'm sorry, I paid nine hundred dollars for this. I was about wing. to say, did you get this wing from Harbor Freight? No, nine dollars racing. You can cut that out if oh, you want damn. to do branding, but I paid nine hundred dollars for this wing, not even fully tapped holes for the hardware that they sent yeah. me. Yeah. And I, again, I'm not a mechanical person, so I'm like trying to figure this out. I happen to have the Harbor Freight tap set that <laughs> fit for it. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I, I get, that was. I was always so worried about cutting my fucking my trunk open. I got a new trunk lid just for this. Uh, just so I didn't fuck something up, <laughs> and I did everything right, but the damn thing I bought was fucked up. Yeah. That pissed yeah, me off. Don't worry, There's... I don't think Johnny C listens to our uh, to our <laughs> little podcast. I will send this podcast to him. Johnny Bol- Sachowski. Bolt-on parts rarely do. Expect this in your email. I mean, Jordan. Welcome Jordan, to the world of aftermarket parts. Jordan has more experience with anybody for for quote unquote bolt on parts. Like, I mean, with, so like with what? Like, well, exactly for like your AW11, which never had bolt on part. Had a couple. And now you're trying to deal with probably the most obscure race car that Toyota ever made. I don't know about that, but it's it is not common. I don't know that it's a race car. Well, yeah, either I mean, of those. It had it had what'd you call it dual overhead cam or overhead valve? No, (laughs) got two of them as a matter of fact. Two of them. There's two of them. That's what. (laughs) I definitely went strong bad with that, but I appreciate the Star Wars reference also. Allie and Allie's sister. Yeah, there's two. Uh, Do we want to have another four-hour conversation about turn six? Yeah. (laughs) No. No, I was, I was, I was mostly joking. We, we, I mean, collectively on this podcast, we probably have four hours of talking about turn six on this. No, I just want somebody to talk about their their weekend and what they did and uh, you know how how it was and stuff like that. So I drove, I drove to Dominion on Friday night. Uh, we, I only, all of us only signed up for Saturday. It was technically a two day event, but we only signed up for Saturday. Um, it was a Washington D.C. SCCA run event which is a lovely group of people i really enjoy running their events i ran their um summit point shenandoah event back in march it was very nice shout out to trey and sean natalie uh david shout out to all them for putting on an amazing event they put on a great event but yeah uh showed up friday night hung out with a bunch of these goofballs 
Um, camped out in the back of my Forerunner as per usual. Had a little fan set up in there. It was dope. No complaints. I did smoke a cigar before bed. It was delightful. It was great. It was great. Um, woke up the next morning and went driving with no mechanical problems for once, which was nice. <laughs> yeah. no, and no, no I didn't go off a single time. I, I don't know what's happening. Right. No, I was good. I did. It's rare. How's the new splitter? It works, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's on there. Yeah. It sure is on okay, there. Oh, cool. I lost a, a turnbuckle. One of my front turnbuckles. Uh, one of the like two turnbuckles that holds the front of my oh, splitter yeah, off yeah. the ground uh-huh. or from flopping around uh-huh. that just kind of decided to depart the vehicle at some point. Oh, okay. So, so what did you do instead? Oh, I zip tied it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> We're pretty good, actually. What? Uh, um, you 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 mentioned getting uh, stiffer springs. Yes. Uh. Tell me about that, I guess. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, I was like, gonna... in some of the pictures I've I've noticed, not just from this event, but that was the kind of, like, straw that broke the camel's back, And but pictures from, from uh, Hyperfest, too. Um, the front of the car leans more than I want, uh, and I just want to reduce that. And a sway bar takes away grip. It doesn't add grip. So, stiffer springs it is. So, okay. Yep. And you're you're lifting rear tires still. Apparently, I yeah. I that was actually really hard to do on my old setup because it had so much travel. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't think the current ones would do it, but it does. So Matt's making a face. Oh, Matt is making Matt's a face. Matt's car is a supreme tripod. Yeah, I'm very sure. happy if I can keep four tires on the ground at all. Oh, Each nice. Civics are the number one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Volkswagen, old Volkswagens well, too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's basically. An almost, it's basically an almost identical setup to my old uh, splitter, except I don't have the um, diffusers well, built into it. Get, you said you couldn't get. Yeah, I, the... I couldn't. I only, I have. Two, uh, my old setup was two eBay Honda Civic quick releases um, that worked freaking brilliantly. Uh, they're just not as convenient to use as the professional awesome ones where you literally just click it up into place and then have like a little pull cable to release it um so i bought two of those a while back and then when i went to go build the new splitter i went to go purchase two more because i wanted to use four of them and uh they were out of stock so i just went with what i knew and ordered more ebay civic parts and they worked good and you used four of them it's just two it's a pair but it's there they are more the those those type of mounts have four total points of attachment so that the so it's two brackets but each bracket has two bolts that effectively hold it captive um that it slides onto so there's no like hinge effect on it so this is what you were talking about i just listened to the other podcast yesterday and you were worried about like a cantilever thing happening with the because the the professional awesome ones are one point of contact right so if i had two of them longitudinally mounted on the car the splitter could just pivot on them effectively like a hinge okay which is why i wanted to do four so i'd have two in that plane and two transversely mounted like on the corners to keep it from sorry i thought i thought the ebay ones were the ones that were one point no no it's the professional awesome ones are a single point so question about the splitter at least for the, the way mine mounts, I had to slide everything in like one direction equally to lock it in and then slide a pin through. Kind of similar, yeah. So if your back mount, like the mine mount, like I have my 
splitter mounts that are mounted to the body or the frame of the car in the rear, and then I use the front splitter rods to hold the front of it up. So wouldn't it be easier in a way to take it on and off if you had like a hinge to up and down motion to set the back of the splitter up and then use your splitter rods in the front to hold it up? I don't want to put that much. The, the splitter rods are there to hold the front edge of the splitter, not the whole thing. So it's like, a deflection of like bellying and stuff yeah, of that. Essentially, like the I my splitter is held up like the bulk of the work that's being done to hold it up is done by those two chassis mounted quick releases, oh. not by the turnbuckles. The turnbuckles are just there to keep it from essentially deflecting. See, like I have a bunch of aluminum angle all across the top have, of my I have splitter a bunch of my, on mine as well to keep it more stiff, which works really well. Okay, my um, splitter was also designed for autocross, so I don't. Track setup, I was like, I don't know what it works, but yeah. it works. I mean, as long as yours isn't like flopping around actively and it's not bottoming out and stalling, then you're good. Do you remember the? I think it was a. I think it was a Miata at Hyperfest a couple years ago. Oh, the that was the professional awesome Miata the V8 was one. The what's that? The V8 one that like oh, I don't set remember all the track what engine records. it had, but I remember that like the the front the whole front end of the car was assembled as like a like a unit. Yeah, and the splitter was like ten feet long. Uh-huh. And that's it was scraping awesome the entire way around the track. Yeah. That was they're, fun. They're, I mean, that's cool. what you do when you're trying to get, like, the all-time right. lap record. Hundredths of a second. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Good segue. Great segue. Who won? Who won? I actually didn't run any timing the entire day because I forgot my GPS antenna at home. I think of the people that ran timing, John ran the fastest. Yeah. But he also has 300 horsepower. So. Yeah. No replacement for displacement, right? And 315s yeah. and all of the arrow. It helps. What'd you run, John? A 30... uh, 37? 38? 38? I ran a 39.8, which honestly, I don't feel that bad being that close behind John in a car yeah. with 160 horse. With half of the leaders. And, and two 15s. Yeah. So I ran a uh, 138.7, I believe, or maybe 138.6. Uh, theoretical, if I cleaned everything up and stopped being a little pussy footer pushing on the brakes with the brake issues. Uh, theoretical was around like a 135, 134. Brakes only slow you down. It's true. I want to slow down in turn one. Yeah. yeah. Turn, I've turn, been off turn track. one is. I, I did go two off. Three times. One? Three times. Oh, God. Um, oh, that is a sketchy, on sketchy Dominion, turn. And it was in the same spot because it was the heavy. Like, it was it was going. I don't know what turn number it is. It's going into the, the S right before the, At the top of the hill. Yeah. Top of the hill. I would get off the brakes because my car felt like it was just going to break. So here's one of the most annoying things about Dominion to me is the fact that there are like three different numbering systems for how many corners it actually has. Some people say it has 12. Some people say it has 15. Like, I think I saw a map that that listed Mud Tavern as 16. Yeah, like turns 1 through 7 are pretty much uniformly accepted as turns 1 through 7. And then it's just, do you number each turn in the S's or not? I like, I like... A lot of tracks don't, honestly, because it's kind of one complex. Yeah. It's not... So it's like turn you 9A You don't approach them all so differently. I think so. I think it's 9A and B is the is the uphill S's. I'm pretty sure. If you go into Minion's website, I'm pretty, pretty sure how they explain it. So, yeah. I like to think of it as a 7 and then 8 to 
come back around at the bottom of the hill facing you towards the S's. Seven, seven is shaped like a seven. So you got six, which is the turnaround where you're facing the parking lot and turning around. Jack's hammer. Then yeah, it's... The one that the Corvette's always... Essentially. Yeah. Uh, seven is the... you get. Then you have a short straight facing away from the parking lot and then a hard left. It's called That's left hook. seven. That's, That's yeah, turn seven. It, seven actually goes downhill a bit. And then it then at the bottom, it picks up to point you towards the S's. Right. That's eight. It's seven and eight are kind of... Oh are kind of one turn really but yeah and then you it's like 9a and b 10 is at the top of the hill and then you've got like 11 and 12 being the last is the way i think of it so turn turn 10 would be turning into the downhill complex at the end of the upper straight the blind left turn blind left and then the right is 11 and then the last turn is 12. Which I think, confusingly, they call that South Bend, even though there's a turn oh at DIR God. famously called South Bend. It was kind of rude. Then you have the but opposite yeah. problem at Shenandoah, where there are so many configurations, you literally can't run turn numbers. You have to just name them all. That's true. It's, yeah. So you didn't run timing. I did not run timing. But I did. I will say that the amount of straight line speed discrepancy even between the miata and my corolla is embarrassing it's it it is true i i didn't notice how dude light i have to be on the throttle but it's like 60 percent to stay at your pace down the straight it's also 40 years newer than your it also has like 80 more horsepower Exactly. Yeah, but it's, Out of, it's even. But it's. I'm still, touching everybody's legs right now. This it is, is so still awkward. a relatively, in the grand scheme of things, it's a relatively low-powered car, and it's still that much faster than mine, which is. But again, funny. it's designed to be the the technology exists. Like, well, I mean, sure, we're talking sure. about. I'm just. I'm just. And you're also in a car that was, I mean, you know, supposed to be for highway like mileage yeah essentially it's like yeah. a it's like a fun street like you have a you car. have a uh what do you call it a torsion bar not not a torsion bar what's it called the oh do you have independent oh it's fully independent bro oh, all right never mind oh yeah yeah it's not Did, for a mcpherson setup it is not bad they didn't time you at all no no so I, do I, you I know what you ran anything. jacob at all did you feel did you feel like you improved every time like every lap Oh, I I definitely feel like I improved throughout mm-hmm. the day because at first I was just putting around. Essentially, I left it. Yeah, you on missed the your... first one or two sessions, I was pretty much fourth gear the entire way around. Just kind of like, fourth all right, cool. Gear. I'll give it just kind of motor on through things, and then it's like, all right, cool. We're gonna start working into like going down in the third and stuff like that, and not having yeah. to worry about um or worrying about cool we need to stay on the rpms to keep pace yeah, and things yeah. like that but at first it was like cool learn the track don't kill the car yeah yeah so you but, do you feel like you missed out by i mean the orientation lap uh, did you get to walk the track or like did um, they... so the night before i actually stole jordan or Corey's uh scooters and me john and me yeah me john and matt were actually rode around the course on scooters that like what, 9 30, 10 o'clock, something like that? Yeah, it was dark. Y'all it couldn't, was I couldn't really dark. show we y'all shit. Dick, and yeah. I tried to show y'all, but. Yeah. That is fantastic. Uh, but speaking of lap time, so uh, when you and Matt were on track, uh, me and the other Matt, Dinwiddie Matt, were using stopwatches to like, the same like kind of mile marker where we were seeing y'all to time them. Matt, you were running around a 140 to a 138, uh, 139. Sorry, not 138. One, uh, 140 to 139. You were running around a 142 to a 143. He said to for a little stop. Well, yeah, which is yeah. great. 
Because again, I ran a 138. And again, first time on track there. Y'all's first time on track there. I will absolutely take that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I haven't really looked into the data. I've, I've watched a couple of the videos that I took, but I haven't really like yeah. honed in on that much. But I will absolutely take that. You drove a turbo me out on a track and you didn't overheat. That's the win, yes. honestly. That's the takeaway from I this didn't entire bend the car, conversation. I didn't overheat. Yeah, things seemed good. From a car that you notoriously have had problems with, absolutely. It seems like for the this first seems couple, like an ultimate win for the first couple of years of ownership. It yeah. spent majority of its time in the garage. Um, I've never seen that car on the road. I don't think, or no, maybe for Star. Dave, you've had it at Starbucks. I've a had few it times, at Starbucks. Maybe. A yeah, okay. Times, right, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I yeah. I took the I did take the Mustang one time. That was an absolute ball, by the way. Um <laughs> and. Then the next cruise, I took the Miata on because that's it's been the one, on a cruise. Then yeah, it has okay. been on a cruise. That's the one you that's took cool. the S two thousand on. Yeah, yes. Matt had oh, the S two thousand. That's how I know the, you. The straight all right, pipe. Okay. Now, now the straight it all pipe comes S2000. together. Right, right. I, I got you. Yeah. Now. Okay. Yeah. That was the yeah. cruise that I found out I can shoot fireballs in the Miata out of the center <laughs> pipe, the center exit. Nice. So nice. Uh, according to Tom, who is reaching for a microphone. Oh yeah, Jake. Jacob's car puts basketball-sized fireballs out. I, so one of the laps that I was following him uh, this past weekend, he was about even with pit out or pit in when I was coming onto the straightaway and shifted. Like, that's when I missed fourth. daylight. <laughs> oh, that's it, why. <laughs> yeah. I missed fourth, and it just... I went and, to go through the motions. It's like, oh, yep, that's not a gear. <laughs> Rumba! <laughs> yep. And it... From... Probably 150, 200 yards back. In the middle of the day, yeah. it looked like there was just an, a bright yellow basketball coming out of the back of your car. <laughs> it was glorious. That's... My, my instructor was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. Heck. Did anybody know fireballs from the K20? Not that K's I've ever also seen. notoriously throw fire. I've never seen it throw one. Yeah. I've seen it throw sparks from the brakes. Because oh, some metallic pads, a or, different kind yeah. of cool. Oh, that's what I use. I just switched to those for this season. They go away real quick. Uh, Hawk DTC sixties. Matt said, um, "Yeah, I had been running Porterfield stuff all last year, and uh, just switched to the Hawks." Matt is refusing to talk. <laughs> um, but Matt also had issues with. Dust shield on the back of the rotor. The oh screws. yeah, tell so tell this yeah, story so we, at least. You've got to do this. Oh, did they break on the rear and knuckles? No, this was on the front. Um, I went out for my first session um, after fixing Jacob's car. Um, Thanks again, man. About two laps out, I discovered a noise coming from the driver front, and we did about two laps, and it was more and more concerning. I had good brake feel. Just wanted to check it out. And came off track, and all three of the mm. screws holding the yeah. backing plate on had backed out. So, they're like Phillips heads or something, right? Yep. Yeah, they're. So I took them all out with by my fingers and <laughs> burnt the crap out of myself, and took the driver's side off. The passenger side is still on, as far as I know. Yeah. So when Matt came off track, me and Caitlin were watching him on track. But he was, I think, you either behind Jacob still at that time, and we were like, okay, hey, here's Jacob, like. Where the hell is Matt? So me and her are like, what what the hell just happened? And I'm like, 
I don't see his car yet. He's not over here yet. There's no flags. What's going on? Did, did, did he die? No. Um, and they say, you know, you see your car coming in. I'm like, probably from that noise. Because as soon as you came by on that last lap, me and Caitlin was like, something is wrong. Like, there was a noise that we could hear from, like, whatever that distance is, probably, like, 60 yards away. We heard that noise of that dust shield rubbing against your rotor. Yeah. Driven this car for two years at 10 tenths and never had an issue with them. So I don't know why they backed out this weekend, but the track does weird stuff, man. Mm-hmm. It does to bleeder screws, to backing plates, to, it's just strange. Like the torture it puts Adam, on a car that's different. Adam Lyons, like he, he will regularly post po like he, he will literally do a bolt check, a nut and bolt check uh, the day before his track event. And then come back from the track and, post pictures of like this thing came loose at the track so yeah i mean i guess i don't, I don't know it's i've never really driven regularly or hard or anything like that on it's the, track, the, it's, but it's just crazy it's strictly what... the heat cycling like everything gets so hot that it just get, expands and contracts and loosens stuff up especially if you go to a place that's like really bumpy or if you're hitting curbs a lot <laughs> like or if Dominion. you drive if you drive shenandoah and hit the carousel a bunch that's it'll just shake everything loose yeah. It's really hard to, you know, a lot of people will use like those gel that like a pen that like solidifies into a gel. So if it breaks the thread, you can see where the, you know, Mm -hmm. it breaks the seal. It's pretty cool. We did um, nut and bolt checks at four wheel parts for the RVA Jeep uh, Facebook group. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, talk about, I mean, they, they were so abusive to their shit, obviously, like intentionally. Right. But like things would come loose that were like like the the jk wranglers the what do you call it roll cage situation right was all the little allen screws all the way across were always coming loose that's just chassis or body flex at that point i guess i mean they weren't they weren't held in by anything there was no like lock washers or anything like that Mm. it's just bad engineering really is what it is on a jeep yeah 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 but uh it's a jeep thing you wouldn't understand i would not understand i definitely would not get it at all uh you're, so your Civic is an EG, right? Yes. Have you had the issue with the rear knuckles where they break? I have not checked. Oh. Well, <laughs> the alignment is still good, and it still drives straight. There you and go. There you go. <laughs> it'll, it'll, I would imagine it would start making weird wheel bearingy noises when that starts to go bad, I would think, because it would start to flex, and things don't like that very much. At least they make cool like weld-in reinforcement kits for that, yeah, so it's yeah. easy to fix once you start identifying an issue. Easy. In I was quotes. about to say it. What's it like to have a car they make parts for? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Were you specifically targeting Jordan with that? But remember, yes. No, yes, I was. Remember, if it wasn't for my Civic, he wouldn't have splitter mounts. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Remember that he also drives a CRX though, which is not easy to find parts for anymore. I do not drive a CRX. My girlfriend has a CRX. Unless you want an eBay replica Bomex body kit. <laughs> like, where do you get parts for a CRX these days? Luckily, um, the CRX through the EG through the EK are all pretty much the same under. Um, so the CRX gets all of my hand-me-downs. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Yep. Yeah, that's a good way to do it, I guess. Yep. Getting rear disc for it tomorrow. Um, getting Will Woods for the front of my Civic, so she'll get all the Integra brakes off of my nice. car. That's cool. It also has 510s that are worth more than the car itself. <laughs> Gang. 
Um, but no, I've I've got plenty of extra parts, so that car just gets whatever it needs whenever it needs it. Is it like a base model CRX thing? Yes, it is okay. a 1988 CRX HF. Oh, which, HF, that's even worse. Yeah, that is the Econobox <laughs> yeah. model. Um, so, I mean, to totally derail everything you're talking about, when I was driving back and forth to Charlottesville every day, I had an 88 EF hatchback, and one of the first things I did to it was put a CRX HF transmission in it. Because my four-speed in my STD Civic was giving me like 12 miles to the gallon on the highway. So then I swapped in your HF transmission and gave me like 50. It was great. I loved it. Yeah, it, it's super cool. It's a fun car. It is slower than slow. Yeah, yeah. Um, Intentionally, though. Like, it's it, built it for highway mileage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those those old Hondas are... Uh, they're... So they're go karts. They they weigh nothing. They're so small. They absolutely are, and they're so much fun. Like back roads, once yeah, you yeah. get the speed up, they can hold speed so well. You can Momentum have so racers. much fun with that car, yeah. just on a a nice, fun, like flowy back road. One hundred and ten percent recommend getting a chance to play with that. That is so it's fun. To do. Much 100%. like you described the fit a few episodes back, where it's like accidentally fun. Yeah. Like, why why would Honda put double wishbone suspension on economy cars? I yeah. don't know, but it handles real good because of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they uh, but the double wishbones ended up on the EFs on purpose like that was there they were trying to engineer something the fit i feel like really was just a total accident it had to be right so i don't know i i love my fit in all of the same ways that i love my loved my ef you should get a fit you should you would love a fit I, actually when i posted the eg for sale yeah i almost traded for a case swap fit oh my god oh, bro oh, oh. <laughs> oh no I tried very hard to make it happen. Yeah. Um, just we were too far apart on distance, so it didn't. But mm. oh well. Not with the enclosed trailer. Wink, wink. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ready. Okay. I'm gonna do lightning round. I'm gonna see if I can do this all off the dome. No, no, I think I can oh, do oh, it. C dot prehand. I am understeer. The daily downshift. Corbin 7242 Matt's EH2 I think it's Matt's .eh2 uh at Mountain Biker Tom or at Bumphead Racing and at All Work No Play 2007 <laughs> Wow He did he did me first I started with Corey Yeah also, we have a website. Also, we have a website. Beer and <laughs> Click and on our sponsor. sponsor. By the same person who always sponsors us. That's right.